It's Angela Yee, and I'm telling you right now that the Alive Podcast Network app is the best directory of podcasts created for us by us. From relationships to making money moves, there's a show that'll captivate every listener. And for my fellow Black creatives, this is a call to action to take your brand and monetization to the next level. It's for the culture. Join the movement and sign up today. Sign up today to get a six-month subscription for $20. Visit AlivePodcastNetwork.com, coming soon to iOS and Android. Baby, forget about St. Patrick's Day, honey. It's officially St. Tamar's Day. Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family under construction. Career under construction. Relationships under construction. Emotions. I know mine live under construction. Finances under construction. We might as well be under, under construction, construction together. together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. everybody for tuning in to this special edition of Under Construction. Like, I know you're wondering why is this episode so special? Well, it's because it's St. Tamar's Day. (laughs) Okay, y'all know I love my birthday, okay? First and foremost, listen, first, I have to give thanks to God for blessing me with another year. And if you've been following my Under Construction journey, then you already know my last rotation around the sun was a bit bumpy, to say the least. But like my mama always says, look at God. Yes. Oh my God, y'all. I am so blessed to be here. I am stronger. I am wiser. I am finer. Okay. (laughs) I am more resilient than ever. And for real, for real, honestly, from the bottom of my heart, I want to thank each and every one of you for your prayers, your support, and of course, all your love. All right. Well, I'm clearly in my feelings. And guess what? It feels good because it's my birthday. (laughs) So I think I want to stay in this space of gratitude and move right into our weekly affirmation. Okay, buckle up. This is going to be good because it's her what? It's her birthday and she got the juice for you. (laughs) Okay, okay. Now, before I recite our affirmation, I want to warn you that in celebration of Women's History Month and St. Tamar's Day, okay, this one is dedicated to all my ladies. All right, y'all ready? All right, here we go. I give permission to my inner goddess to work her magic. What? Knock over. What? Huh? I said what now? What I said? Yes, I said it. <laughs> okay. We are tapping into our inner goddess, or fellas, the God in you, to activate that blessed seed within us. <laughs> Come on, somebody. I know you. Listen, let me say it one more time because I know it. Listen, it got to bless you like it just blessed me. I give permission to my inner goddess to work her magic. Yes, there is an inner bitch within me. Yes, there is. In all of us, when we feel like we can't make it no more, when we can't figure it out, it's that inner bitch. Kick her in. Kick that bitch in. That's your inner goddess. Yes, she does all the magic tricks. Okay? Tap into her. Me and her's best friends, okay? Happy St. Tamarshan Day, girl. Yes, girl, work it. <laughs> well, look, there isn't much more to say about that, but I just want y'all to know this. Stop holding back. Allow yourself to be great because you already are, right? Yes, you are a child of God and a Tamarshan. 
Look at God. Okay, so today on Tamar Takes, we're talking birthdays, right? And I know a lot of people look at birthdays in a number of different ways. And I have some friends who treat birthdays like any other day. I can't stand them people. I can't. Like, I don't even know how we friends. If you tell them happy birthday, they'll tell you, oh, Alice, oh, okay, thank you. But it's just another day. <laughs> I can't stand them people. Like, why, why, you don't, why? why come you don't want to celebrate being here another year? I, help me understand. Right, exactly. All right, but then you got the folks who hate their birthday because it's a real constant reminder that they're getting older, but you're still here. Right, you got to help You gotta help me make it make sense because it don't make sense to me. Come on, y'all. Raise your hand if you know any of those people. You know they work on your nerves because they don't make sense. Be happy you are here. You are blessed to be here. You have made it another year around the sun, okay? But then you got folks like me <laughs> who absolutely love their birthdays and have a great expectancy from those around them to help commemorate their special day. Okay, well, today I want to shed a little light into why my birthday and the birthdays of those that I love are so important to me. No, like for real, if I love you and you're around me, your birthday feels like my birthday. <laughs> for real. Okay, because number one, I look at it like this. It's a celebration of life. Like, I said it before, but if you really think about it, if you or I was no longer here, there wouldn't be a birthday to really celebrate, right? So listen, give me my flowers, my presents, my diamonds, my pearls, my love, my time, my laughs, and everything else while I can enjoy it, okay? So number two, it's a time of reflection. Like on my birthday, I like to take account of everything that I've learned, overcame and accomplished over the past 365 days. Now, to me, every single day is a blessing. Celebrating the new year should be a joyous occasion and you deserve to spend it with the ones that you love. Don't feel bad about that, y'all. All right. But number three, last but not least, it's one of the most intentional times in my life that I allow myself not to feel bad about being loved on. Like, I know that having people pour love into you isn't bad. However, I got to admit that it's an area in my life that I struggle with, y'all. I really do. Except on my birthday. Bring it on. <laughs> Listen, on my birthday, y'all, I submit to receiving love in all forms. <laughs> From the ones that are around me, okay? So next time you meet someone who's over the top about their birthday, y'all don't judge them, you know? Join in with them. You never know what they have been through, you know what I'm saying? And take a few things from how they celebrate themselves and consider creating a space for those who love you to celebrate you in a new way on your born day. Now, y'all know these are just my thoughts and opinions and I love y'all and as we travel along this road that's under construction, I want us to find ways to love, receive love, and embrace love. And look, on your birthday, if you don't feel anything else, you most definitely should feel loved. And that's just Tamar's take on it. All right, I'm going to keep it a thou thou. Baby, it is all me. All right, y'all, it's time to tap into that keep it a thou thou inbox and pull out a few questions for your girl. Let's see what we got today. Hey, Tamar. I have been an avid user of the Oh My God, You Grow Girl hair products that's helping my hair grow. 
I got a dilemma though. I am at the end of my jar. Am I going to be able to get this anymore? Like I am really going through because I don't know what to do. Can you help a girl out? Thank you. Oh my God, you grow girl. That's what you asking me about poo? Yes, because that stuff really do work. Mm-hmm. Okay, so don't feel bad. Listen, Oh My God, You Grow Girl is a real hair company. We're just revamping and making things better, okay? And trust me, when we come back with it, it's bigger and better. Boom. <laughs> so don't fret. You know, you ain't got to, you know, use it sparingly. Still use it the way you usually use it because it works. And you'll be able to order yours really soon, I promise. All right, question number two. All right, girl. These days, it seems like everybody is rocking a wig. And it's pretty much like a little accessory. I want to get hip with the times, but I got a few fears. One, I'm scared the thing gonna fly off. And two, I don't want it to look wiggy. So... Oh, Linda, you playing Russian roulette, huh? Because <laughs> sometimes it look like a wig and sometimes it don't. <laughs> You just gonna have to rest in that, all right? You know, you know, you know that um, commercial. Sometimes you feel like a nut, sometimes you don't. That is what the situation is with a wig, all right? Listen, I would suggest you get your wig put on by a professional because the chances of it falling off is probably slim to none. But if you put it on yourself, girl, and it's your first time, yeah, everybody gonna know it's a wig, and it might come off. So go to somebody and get your wig done. All right, well, <laughs> I hope y'all are able to benefit from my answers because y'all know I love to share my thoughts and opinions. And if you'd like to have your questions answered during an upcoming episode of Under Construction, shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. I don't have all the answers, but you can always count on me to keep with a thou thou. <laughs> well, up next, we're going into the blueprint. This, this is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Love has taught me many lessons, and if I can keep it a thou thou, I can admit that your girl Tay hasn't always loved myself as I should have. And because of it, my love life suffered. I didn't know how I needed to be loved, so how can anybody else know how to love me? For instance, I've been in relationships where I've overcompensated for men who weren't worthy. Yes, I have. And I've lowered my standards to not be considered as high maintenance or extra and the worst part of it is i kept many men around way past their expiration <laughs> okay i'm not going to ask you to raise your hand if you've ever experienced any of that because it really is nobody's business right but if you can relate i have a real treat for you now i've asked my coach brianna colette a conscious relationship healer to join me to share some of the many tools and tactics she's learned firsthand and now everybody she teaches to help women rediscover their self-worth tap into their authentic selves heal from the trauma and end self-sabotage why to ultimately find a soulmate now i ain't found mine but i still stand by welcome to under construction brianna <laughs> This is so important to me because you are on my birthday episode of Under Construction. So welcome to Under yes, Construction. Yes, happy Saint Tamar's Day. Thank yes, you. It's a thing. Yes, Saint Tamar's <laughs> I don't know anybody. Day. Yes, it turned into Saint Tamar's Day because I don't know anybody who knows a Patrick. So fuck Patrick. It's Saint Tamar's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Saint it's Tamar's. all about 
as your birthday should be. Yes. And I'm look, I'm a big birthday. Are you a big birthday person? I wasn't when I was younger, but now I'm like, I deserve to be celebrated every day. So sign me up for my birthday. <sighs> See, that's what I be saying. I don't understand people who are like, I don't celebrate my birthday. I don't like my birthday. I'm like, but you here though. And that's what we celebrating. You know, most people miss the message. Yeah. So I didn't grow up celebrating my birthday. So when I decided that I was going to start celebrating my birthday, I was like, I'm going to do this shit to the walls. I know that's right. <laughs> okay. So I'm just going to tell everybody, all my listeners that Brianna is my coach. <laughs> And she's amazing. And so we have like a little side boss because if, when she's ready to tell her own story, she'll tell her own story. Are you ready to tell your own story? A hundred percent. Yes. I love sharing my story because I feel it makes a lot of connections with people who share similar stories. So yeah, let's dive in. Okay. So what do you call yourself? I am a conscious relationship coach. I help people heal from trauma from their childhood or maybe past relationships that they're carrying around with them that are stopping them from like meeting their soulmate and being in really happy, fulfilling, loving, intimate relationships. Well, I'm glad you broke down that title because I call you Miss Fix It. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) 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 You know, we've been through the hell and back my yes, situation. Ma'am. Why did you feel that this is the path that you were supposed to be on? You know, it's so interesting. I find people who fall into this kind of a path, it's not something that it comes easily. It takes a lot of deep inner work. But basically the catalyst for me was, you know, I was ripping and running and having so much fun in LA and making money. And like, I thought I was hot shit, you know. And um, <laughs> several years ago, my life changed in an instant. I witnessed a very violent murder of my next door neighbor. It was kind of like this really crazy um, experience that I went through and I survived it. I ended up saving a few people's lives in the process, but I had PTSD and massive depression and anxiety and I was just rock bottom. And I sunk to a low where I thought to myself, wow, this my little light is starting to dim. And if I don't do something and start to claw my way back, this is how people commit suicide. So I really committed and dove into anything I could get my hands on in terms of holistic healing modalities, like the ones that I offer now, Reiki, sound healing. And through that process, I realized that I had more on earth to do than I was currently doing the job before. I had to help people get to this space where they could feel safe and confident and release trauma and insecurities so that they can truly thrive in their own lives. No, like a for real Reiki master. <laughs> like you are yes, like a for I real, a like Reiki, in real life. Holy fire Reiki master. Yes. Ooh, baby. Yes, dear God. It's amazing. <laughs> okay. What, what exactly is holy fire Reiki? Yeah. So Reiki is a Japanese energy healing technique. Um, So most people are familiar with the Asui method, which is one of like the senseis, one of the original people who discovered kind of this healing modality. And what it does is it kind of like shakes up anything that's lingering, these low vibrational, whether it's thought systems, whether it's stories that you're telling yourself, whether it's trauma, you know, we are vibrational beings, right? We're we're 70% water. And so we're vibrating all the time. And so what Reiki does is kind of does a body scan of maybe areas over your body where trapped emotions or trauma is has kind of hardened and settled within you. 
and it softens it and it releases it out of the body. So you're not carrying around all these bad emotions all the time. So you can actually start to feel lighter and happier. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I love about you is that you don't just like teach some cookie cutter lessons (laughs) bullshit. (laughs) It's like, no, for, for real, for real, you speak from a place of experience and you know, there's no greater teacher than actually living through something. So that leads me to my next question. Like, would you mind like sharing one of the situations that you had to go through to be who you are today and like how that holy fire Reiki just like completely stepped in and changed the game? Because I know how it changed the game for me. <laughs> yeah, you know I, I, can't, I can't wait to hear you tell me your your experience with it. Um, So Reiki at a time in my life. So I told you guys about the murder already, but this is kind of yeah. wild. After the murder my then boyfriend who I thought we were going to get married and you know, they tell you all the things that you want to hear and plan this future, you know, yeah, that one girl, he ripped the rug out from underneath me and broke up with me three weeks after the murder when I was rock bottom and just struggling to get out of bed in the morning. Oh really? Three weeks after something traumatic happened, he broke up with you. Really? Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. And, you know, it was really painful. And I realized at that moment in life that, like, no one's coming to save me, sis. Nope. (laughs) Except me. Except me. And so, you know, they always say when the student is ready, the teacher appears. And I was really at a point in my life where I was ready to surrender and to really start facing some of this uncomfortable stuff. Like, all the red flags were there, all the signs that this guy couldn't be the person for me and didn't know how to be my ride or die. I was ignoring them and not paying attention because I just wanted what I wanted. And I was willing to do whatever it was going to take in not the healthiest way to get it, you know? Um, And Holy Fire Reiki showed me how to sit with all these uncomfortable feelings that I didn't really want to pay attention to. It kind of gave me this container to be able to look at some of these things and stop running from my fear and like go, the only way out is through, right? We've heard that so many times and Holy Fire Reiki for me is like, it gives you like this landing space to like continue to come back to and to process through these heavy, difficult emotions that we all have because we've all had trauma, you know, like no one's life is perfect. No, but what were some of the signs that you were ignoring that the guy that walked out of your life three weeks after you and something traumatic besides the fact that he left you when you needed him the most? Great question. It's funny because in hindsight, there's like these aha moments where you're like, yeah, yep. Could have seen it then. Could have, should have, would have. Hindsight's 2020. Probably the biggest one was that I wasn't paying attention to my anxiety. Mm. You know, we, we've asked, we've been taught as, you know, from the Western world that anxiety, you take a pill for it, you avoid it, you stuff it down, you busy yourself with work, and you try your best to pretend it's not happening to you. But for me, the way that I look at anxiety now is it's information. It's your higher self trying to tell you mm, something's not right, something's off. You know, it's trying to get your attention that, you know, that, that woman's intuition. And there was a lot of situations where I was yeah. overexerting myself and I was overcaring and I was dumping too much of myself in, in the relationship and not getting enough back. And I always felt very insecure. I always felt very anxious. Like I couldn't go do the things that I wanted to do because of fear that it would somehow disrupt the, the status of my relationship. And so I just kept pushing headfirst through the relationship. Like I can make anything work. I'm strong. If I just 
put, you know, apply myself, I can make this relationship work. Meanwhile, my anxiety was telling me, no, sis, uh-uh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know, it's, I wish y'all could see my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> because it just sounds so doggone parallel. Um, it's just so funny to me how, like, we pour into so many people and, and something that we want so bad. But the last person that we pour into is ourselves. And if we paid attention to ourselves and gave gave ourselves the opportunity to pour into ourselves just a smidget of a fraction of a piece of what we do for the things that we feel or think we need, imagine how remarkable we could be. Preach that. Preach. I mean, it's just the truth. It's just, it's just the truth because sometimes it's like we want something so bad. It's like we are too afraid to see it fumble. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It's almost like we want it for the look of it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. How did you know that this was not it? Like, what made you like wake up and be like, no, sis, like, come on, stop playing. You tried it. The fact that I was in such a deep dark space and like he also toyed with me for a few months to be honest really (laughs) like you know like the back and forth and then the calling me and the this and the that and then I noticed myself would I would latch on to so so much hope and so much like oh this is going to be the thing that's going to make me feel better and then you know you bang your head up against the wall enough times because it doesn't feel good and then I realized that, like, I need to create my own sense of inner peace. It's not dependent upon any other person in this world. It's not dependent on a relationship. It's not dependent on my friends. I have to figure out how I can be good and hold myself in a safe, secure way so that my happiness is not determined by others or anything external. I mean, it's such a, such a word today. <laughs> like, I just don't understand why we do that. Why, why do you think we stay longer than we should? You know what I'm saying? Like, especially when we know it's not working. Why, yeah. What are we sticking around for? Are, are, we, are we trying to find our self-love in these people, in the relationship? Yes. Yeah, of course. Like, you know, oftentimes it goes back into, like, the dynamics that come into play from childhood. Like what was normalized, like if we never felt seen or or if our voice didn't matter, you know, as kids, we're always hustling for approval, (laughs) always hustling for that little tap on the head that I love you and you're a good girl and you're enough. And if you just do X, Y, and Z and you're likable and you're pretty and you fall in line, people will like you. That's the messaging that we've all gotten. And it's total bullshit. And it follows you into your relationship. You still, you still want that approval. You still want those um, congratulatory uh, in the windows that they only give you once in a blue moon. Yeah, I know about that. I think I've had one or two, <laughs> possibly, <laughs> possibly. You know. Yeah. Um, and it's and, and it's rough. You know. Yeah. It's rough. It's rough, and you know, it's also a hard thing to accept about yourself that you are one of those people because we look at people like that and be like, oh, I will never be that bitch. And then you turn around and you are that bitch. And then you're like, holy moly, how the fuck did I get here? How did I get in this fuck shit? You know, but you get into the fuck shit because you fall for the fuck shit. Yep. I said it. Yeah, it's true. And you know, it's like developing that sense of inner worth is like, it's such a protection because yeah. that you can hold yourself with these boundaries and you can be like, Oh, well that doesn't feel so good. No, no, thank you. Either you get in line to 
So the level of trust and honesty and intimacy and you treat me how I deserve to be treated or thank you, next, yeah. moving right along, but you know, what does, because what I does, don't have to stay in these places. You're absolutely I'm not right. Valued. You're absolutely right. And, but here's the thing. We don't know what it looks like. Okay. Because before my situation, right. Uh-huh. I'm gonna call it my fuck shit situation. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I didn't know what the work looked like in order for me to stop pouring into these relationships and people and start pouring into myself and start, start the process of my own self-love. Can you tell us what that looks like? What, what does that work look like? Great question. So, of course, it's going to look different for everybody because we all have different spaces that we need to pour this love into. Um, But for me, the work really consists of spending time with yourself, being learning how to be alone and learning how to process because there's a lot of noise in the world. And if we are constantly distracted and we are constantly busying ourselves and so many, so much of the time, like we don't know how to have a, a relationship with ourselves. And that is the forever relationship, right? Like men and boyfriends and partners, they come and go, even our family, the people who we love the most, yeah. we are the only constant in our life. So by taking that time and just how you would prioritize other people in your life, by putting yourself at the top of your priorities list. And like doing things that feel good to you and saying yes when you mean yes and no yep. when you mean no. Like if there's that little voice in your, in your body that feels like, oh, I don't really want to do this because I'm tired or I'm overworked or I just feel depleted, like prioritizing yourself so that you can start to pay attention to these feelings or these emotions that are coming up for you so you're not stuffing them down and just feeding by them and ignoring red flags. Um, Journaling is a really great, powerful tool. Actually, science says that um, journaling can actually change your thought, the way that your your brain processes information. Meditation is another opportunity to get quiet, right? To go within, to quiet that chatter, that ego mind, that insecure mind, and really like get still so that you can start to pay attention to what your higher self needs of you and has planned for you. Um, So those are just a a few ways that I think anybody can do. You don't, you know, you don't need to pay a bunch of money to go see a therapist or, you know, or get a coach, like all of those things obviously help, but those are just two really simple ways that anybody can do it. I hate journaling. (laughs) I know know you do. You hate it. I've been trying for months now. It's just something that I, and then that is a songwriter. It's so weird, right? I'm supposed to be able to journal like it's nothing. And like, I just can't connect with that. Like, so when people say you should journal, you should read, what if you're not one of those people? What are some other alternative things you could do? Sure. To find yourself. Um, for, for my partner, for my fiance, Jay, he loves cooking. Cooking for him is a meditation. He puts his music on, he gets in the zone it's really just any time for you to maybe turn off the phone and um, get away from screens and just like connect with things that you truly love doing that bring you joy, that bring you peace, that like is something that you do for you. It's not for anybody else. Yes, of course, you want to share food with people maybe as the example, but it's really just an opportunity for you to connect with yourself in doing something that brings you joy. Yeah. And those things will help us break the habits that 
we have. Because as small as it sounds, those are like little baby steps in, in to start pouring into ourselves and loving ourselves. Wow, that's amazing. We're speaking to Brianna Colette about attracting the right mate. Stay with us. We're back into the blueprint talking with my personal coach, Brianna Colette. It's so funny what you know, like on the other side, because you never, you never think you'll make it to the other side while you're in it. <laughs> oh, no, you know what I mean? Always desperado. Even me, still, like it never. The healing never stops. You just no. keep reaching new levels and new awarenesses. But once you kind of, like you said, start that process of understanding how to get quiet, how to get still, and get that objective kind of perspective of maybe some of your past decisions or you know, um, looking at things from a standpoint with uh, through the lens of compassion and being staying curious about what your um, motivations were with things, then you keep, it's like a muscle, right? You keep flexing it and you get stronger and it's easier to make harder decisions or harder choices. And you just keep doing it and you just keep bloop, 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 leveling up in life. Yeah. I'm stuck. Because I always get stuck talking to you. You know that, Brie. I, like, I always, like, stop and, and take deep breaths and, like, think. And then I, then I get to talking. Like, it's the same shit here. <laughs> I'm supposed to be interviewing you, and I can't because now I'm stuck in my shit. Wow. Things that make you go, hmm. I mean, it's just, it's just so deep because, you know, I never thought I would be one of those people to want to love myself. I always thought that I would love myself through loving somebody else. Does that make sense? Interesting. So like, talk to me about what that feels like. Like, like what, what part loving myself through somebody else or or wanting to love myself? Yeah. Like what, what, yeah. Like what is that kind of like, take me on that thought process journey of, cause that's a really interesting, you know, okay way of looking at it. I thought I could love myself through loving another person. Yeah. Well, I thought that if I made someone happy, their happiness would spill over to me (laughs) and watching them in their (laughs) happiness and their glory, because I'm giving them everything that I got that, knowing that I made them happy would be enough for me. And, you know, for real, that's nothing but leftovers. Mm-hmm. And how did that You work know what out? I'm saying? When really, <laughs> yeah, it don't work. <laughs> I mean, unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. And not only do you become unfulfilled in the relationship, it's everything. Everything is empty. Your, your job is empty. Your household is empty. The relationship you have with your kids is empty. You can't elevate. You, you you can't, you know, create. It's like you stuck because all you have is leftovers. Yeah. Damn, that shit deep. Exactly. It's and deep. it's like that ever elusive chasing the white rabbit, right? It's never enough. You're always having to dump into somebody else and there's not enough left for you. And so, you, you know, then you feel depleted. Whereas real love should be this co-creation where you're, I take care of me for me and you take care of you for you. And then we both from our overflow dump into the relationship and we co-create this beautiful thing between us, but neither of our happiness is truly a hundred percent dependent upon the thing that we're co-creating together. It's crazy because, you know, 
the changes that I was making before was the changes that people or a particular person didn't like about me. It wasn't changes that would, you know, make me a better me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I remember mm-hmm. one time in particular, that person told me that, you know, I really don't like what you do for a living. <laughs> what? They said that to me. They said that. I mean, why couldn't you just be a lawyer or a doctor or something? Why couldn't you? Why? Why do you have to be an entertainer? Like, why? I don't like we would have a perfect relationship. And, you know, like and I started to feel bad about who I was. And let's just erase the fact this, this is who I was born to be. <laughs> Uh-huh, exactly. <laughs> what I'm supposed to do until somebody tells me it's not good enough. Then I start to question my whole life and make changes yeah. to appease that person. How do how do we get out of that? How do we stop that cycle? So basically, that's a great question. So it is first, like we were saying, building that relationship with you have with yourself because anything that you're going to like, it's hard earned, right? Really owning who you are and really showing up authentically, authentically, not hiding behind a mask, like really showing up and showing out in the world takes a lot of guts, takes a lot of courage. And so if you are, you work really hard to be the most truest version of yourself and have integrity to yourself and not shrink and not conform or contort or be a version that someone else thinks is better, you will, it's going to be so hard earned that you're going to be like, I'll be damned if I ever, if no one puts baby in the corner again. Do you know what I mean? So like really connecting in with yourself and being proud of who you are, truly, you're not, none of us are perfect. We all have flaws. We all have pain. We all have insecurities. You know that, that saying of like through the cracks is how the light gets in. The same thing with us. Like, Our imperfections make us so beautiful. They make us interesting. They give us details. They make us so unique. And so once we can be okay with our own flaws and our own shortcomings and really start to own it and show true vulnerability, which is real strength, we won't let anybody kind of manipulate us or play on us or push us into spaces that we know aren't good for us. That's a word. That's a word. That's amazing. (laughs) No, really. Letting that one marinate for a bit. I know. And it's like, I could talk to you for hours, as you know, like, but we can't, obviously, because first of all, it's my birthday. Second of all, happy, happy, happy birthday. Thank you, pumpkin. Oh, 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 yes. That's a good one. Okay. This is a question that Angel asked because it is true. And I, I can't believe I didn't think about it. What should we tell the people? Who might feel triggered from this conversation? How can we help them? How can you help them? I, I can't help nobody. I'm helping Tamar. Sorry, Tamar. One hole at a time. Me. Okay. <laughs> I can only cap the same well, whole me. One um, at a time. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the thing, you know. I think it's actually a really good thing to be triggered. It's not to be something that's shamed or that makes us feel inadequate. It's just information. Like whenever I feel triggered in a conversation with my partner or there's a business thing, you know, I, I get curious, like, huh, why do I feel so, you know, emotionally jarred by this? Like, why is my fuse so short surrounding this one topic? And then I know where to start. So if there was any part of these, this conversation that was triggering for you, you know, um, 
start there and move backwards and maybe connect to a time in your life where you felt this way before. Like asking that question, I tell to clients all the time, how long have I been feeling this way about this topic or this situation or this relationship? When's the earliest time I can remember feeling this way? And that usually just that like progression of staying curious and not judging what you're feeling can open up a wealth of information yeah. online about how to how to move forward and like where to start. Um, I have free a free sound healing, which I also do. It's a Reiki infused. And that is a free downloadable that you can listen to, you know, before you go to bed or whenever. Um, and it's all about love. And it's about just tapping into that feeling of, you know, that self-love, that feeling of safety, that feeling of being nurtured. Um, and start there. You're so bomb. Um, but this portion of the show, you know, we talk about um, our greatest takeaway from our conversation. Do you have one? Because I have one, but you can go first. Oh, you're so sweet. Um, my greatest <laughs> takeaway. You go first, because I feel like I've been talking for so long. I want to hear your greatest you takeaway. Have, you have been talking, but you've been talking some good shit. Like, you know, like I, I so want more from myself because you, you, you sit back and you think about, you know, what you've been through and the things that you put up with. And the things that you like fail for, you know what I'm saying? And you kind of get like angry. It's almost like you get fire, you know, mm -hmm. shut up in your bones or up underneath your feet. And you're like, oh, no, fuck that. No, 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 no. I want better for me. I deserve better for me. And like, I think for me, especially on, you know, a day like today is, you know, I just have to accept myself for who I am and accept my favor, period. Everybody don't have it and favor ain't fair. And if God wanted me to have it, if God has something for me to do, then I have to accept what he has for me and love what he has for me. And if somebody don't agree with that, if somebody think that that is less than them or it's not good enough for them or it's not going to work for them, then I'm not going to work for you. How about Woo! that? Tell them. Yes, I love that. The message that I want to share with anyone at any point in time that you know, stumbles upon this beautiful convo between me and my girl Tamar is that who you are genuinely is enough. And it might be messy and it might be imperfect, but you really are loved more than you can imagine. And don't settle for less. Keep going, keep moving forward. If you have a belief in your heart that you would like to have it, there's a reason God put it on your heart, right? Is because you are deserving of receiving it. So just keep moving forward to that space so that you can be the container to receive it. And I promise you, it will happen. Like if it's on your heart to re receive it and achieve it, like it's already yours. We just need to get you into that space where it's in alignment, where like the pieces can fall together. So don't ever give up and don't think you're not worthy of having more. It's, it's, the, it's already yours for me. <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God, B, thank you so much. And tell everybody where they can fo follow you and find you at. Yes, please come follow me. I share lots of good stories and healing advice over on my Instagram at Brianna.Colette. Um, you can also go check out my website, BriannaColette.com. Um, on my Instagram, link in bio, there's some free goodies in there. So go check them out for all your healing and upgrading needs. Yes, I'm sure everybody going to hit you up. Thank you, B, so much for coming. It was everything. It was so good. Now, I must say, I really enjoyed today's episode. Brianna dropped so many gems, y'all. 
And I hope y'all were able to catch most of them. You might need to listen to this episode again if you ever lose sight of just how amazing you are. Now, before we close out this birthday episode, I got to tell you about the newest platform that I've joined to stay even more connected to each and every one of you. Y'all, your girl Tay Tay is on Cameo. Yes. And listen, I am over the moon about it. I absolutely love it. And now, everybody, you can request your own special birthday, anniversary, motivational messages, affirmations, or whatever is appropriate. Don't try me. (laughs) To pick you or your loved ones up. And you, you never know. You might need to brighten somebody's day. Guess what? Now you can use me. Just connect on Cameo at Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. And look, if you love me as much as I love you, don't be shy. Go hit me with a special birthday message because I can't wait to hear from y'all. Okay? And look, oh my God, don't y'all forget about Lucky 21. Now, I'm not going to overload y'all before we tap out, but I do want y'all to check out our website and register for Lucky 21. Our upcoming retreat has been rescheduled to accommodate more speakers and even more phenomenal insights for you to learn from. Yes, make sure you sign up for that because that is a treat, y'all, okay? It's like under construction 2.0. Bomb. All right, well, that's our show for today, y'all. And if you want to hit me with a question or comment about the show, you can email me at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters, ucwithtamar at gmail.com. And listen, if no one else tells you, remember, I love you and I truly mean it because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Most Sauce, a Stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lavis. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Our executive producer is T-Square. Music provided by Radio, an audio everywhere company.